I am in blood stepped in so far that should I wade no more, returning were as tedious as going on. A creak in the floorboard, a pattering of footsteps, something lives within these walls. A pair of troubled sisters return home from a hospital after a traumatic incident has left them shaking. At the door to greet them is their wicked stepmother. During the day, a family's past and turmoil is silenced by a cruel stepmother, a taciturn father, and a pair of sisters paralyzed with fear. But at night, the house whispers secrets. This is It Records. Welcome, everybody, to your favorite horror movie podcast. That's right. You are listening to It Records. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, um, Matt Johnson, and I am joined by the other hosts of the podcast. You know, you know, I'm Peter and Lindsay. Pete and Lindsay. Are you practicing your radio <laughs> personality or something? Yeah, that's my DJ. That's my radio DJ. Got that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Would you listen to me? No. If I was on that was air, honest. Nope. <laughs> I don't even listen. Don't well, even listen to the podcast. That... <laughs> I know, I'm kidding. Well, that's fair. That's fair. I, that's all, all I've ever asked of you is honesty, so I appreciate that. Pete. <laughs> This week on the podcast, we watched the 2003 uh, South Korean horror film, A Tale of Two Sisters, and it was directed by Kim Ji-Woon, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. We usually always get it wrong. Yeah, or I just mix up people entirely with the wrong person, like James Wan. That's true. We did we did get confused between like three or four different directors in one episode. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, but a tale of two sisters. I chose the film this week, and I've been really wanting to do this one for a long time. I think Pete, if I can remember correctly, when we first started the podcast, the first five episodes or so, we we wanted to do a foreign film. And I think I mentioned this movie, but it was, it's very difficult to find, like online or on, at the time at least, to find a viewing apparatus for it. It's still so very difficult it's, to it's find. It's been a. It's I I bought the movie for this for this episode. I bought it off Amazon. I had to do a free trial of Shutter to watch this movie, <laughs> I which has ended now. Own Shutter, not. I don't have stocks, but you know, I have Whoa. I have the subscription for a year. Yeah. Basically the same basically thing. The same. You get a board seat, right? Yeah. If you I get the select movies that I want to be on there. That actually would be pretty sweet to be a part of that. I'd be like Yeah, you gotta have that on there. Not that one. Yeah. Um side tangent. I could edit this from the podcast later, but do you guys ever remember I think it was called like Splat or something that was online in like early 2015 that was mm. old Nickelodeon shows from like the 90s to the early 2000s. What? Okay, it was the greatest thing that ever happened to the internet. Um, what it was is you went to the what site. What do you mean was? There was a legal battle. Okay, we can keep, we can maybe keep this in the podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> what happened was you go to the site and all it was was like a TV screen. Um, kind of taking up the left side of your screen, and the right was comments. It was people talking and chatting. You would create a name, and you could talk to people while an episode was on. 
The cool thing was you couldn't change the channel. It was always that show, and it showed the old commercials that were on during like the actual show. And how the show, you could see the lineup of what was going to be on next, like the next three shows. But the way the shows were chosen is people who were online would vote on episodes and shows based on who was watching, and whatever got the highest would then be in the lineup next. It was amazing for the time period that it did exist. Damn. You are rocking There's something actually right very similar that I'm afraid to mention, but there's something completely the <laughs> same just for Cartoon Network, um, but a specific oh, really? block, which was called Toonami, which was just played anime mm-hmm. that I loved after school. You know, mm-hmm. two-hour block of... And, and they called it Toonami Aftermath because it ended. Now it's back, but at the time it was gone. And then you could just watch all these old anime, and it'd be like people could comment and shit, but like it would just like... I don't remember them having commercials, because I, I only watched... Because I wanted to choose like what I wanted to watch, so I like didn't watch yeah. it that much. And now it's back mm-hmm. at midnight, like regular Toonami on Saturdays oh, on gotcha. Saturdays only for some wow. reason. <laughs> yeah. Huh. That's cool. Uh, yeah, the the Nickelodeon one got taken off the internet because it wasn't Nickelodeon doing it. It was somebody uh, who had, like ripped all the old Well that's why I think uh, the Tsunami one is too. I think it's like <laughs> yeah. I think they just didn't get caught, which is why I didn't want to say it. <laughs> don't want to ruin it don't want to well, ruin I, it for people. I I can edit this all out for I don't, the sake of I think you should keep it because I think people should. They need to know. Yeah. I need to know. I think the six yeah. people that are going to listen was... to the episode are not going to write us out. I think, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> We're not like a <laughs> super top charting podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we're not comedy bang bang or yeah. something. Yet, <laughs> yet. <laughs> we gotta get we gotta get that cards against humanity mm-hmm. money first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By just telling us not to okay. play ads and give us ad money anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or we could just like start advertising for companies, um, in a negative light maybe, and then like they'll pick us up. Like, hey, these people are saying bad stuff about us. And then we can, like, well, we'll say good stuff. We'll just draw them to the podcast. <laughs> that sounds like a recipe for success. That doesn't sound like there could be any legal trouble to that. No, not at all. <laughs> File that away. It'd just be like, this one person who's got six followers is talking shit about you. Like, they could have that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're good. They're... <laughs> That's probably more realistic. Let them have something. <laughs> Okay, so horror movies, though. Uh, Tale of Two Sisters for this week. It, as we were saying, it's it's pretty hard to find it really anywhere. I ended up buying it, and I just I wanted to get a, to push for this one to to watch it. But for those of you who you know haven't really heard of it at all, it's a it's a psychological horror film. It came out in two thousand three. It's based off a famous Korean folklore. I can't pronounce the actual Korean name. But it translates to Rose Flower Red Lotus. And the storyline is two sisters who, after spending some time in a mental institution, return to the home of their father and cruel stepmother. And once there, in addition to dealing with their stepmother's obsessive and unbalanced ways, an interfering ghost affects their recovery. So that's the basis. I guess the very basic aspect of the movie. 
So I have a few horror significant aspects I'll talk about, but most of them deal with, as we'll talk about the plot. But the first one I'd like to bring up just to get you guys engaged with it is what subgenre of horror would you think this movie falls into? I know it's a foreign film, but what sort of area of horror does it fall? Well, I guess by saying that it was like kind of a spoiler because I actually had no idea what this movie was. I just mm-hmm. like I got it confused with another Korean horror film that I've seen and I thought it was like Thirst was the one I got it confused with. Uh-huh. Have you seen that one? I have not seen Thirst, no. Thirst is good. It's about vampires, mm-hmm. so that's what I was expecting and then once uh. it the first plot point hit it like 30 minutes. I was like, oh, that's what this is movie is about. <laughs> I was not aware of this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, so it's not a vampire subgenre, but where do you think this movie would fall? Ghost. Ghost. <laughs> Ghost? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Or like... Haunted Ghost House. Ghost like yeah. yeah, and I... I was thinking about that. I don't know how to differentiate between ghost and haunted house. They are they can be their own separate subgenre. Yeah, I would say it's but, more ghost than haunted house. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally in my description, I said the word ghost and not haunted house, so it's kind of a giveaway. And it's like not about. It's not about the house either. Like. The, like the the hauntings are not because of the house; it's because of other reasons. It just happens to be this setting. That's true. Yeah. I guess what happens in that house, leading to other events that take place. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it, you know, it's definitely got thriller and mystery elements to it as well. What's a build as? Yeah. Uh, horror psychological drama is what is in like the uh, the tag for what the movie is from the movie's website mm-hmm. and the Wikipedia page. Which, looking into Korean horror, it's very similar to Japanese horror, I'd say. Um, but they focus on like suffering and the anguish of characters rather than like the blood and guts that maybe American films um, are more familiar with. I would say Korean films from what I've seen of the horror genre are more intense than the ones I've seen from Japan or or even anywhere that's like in the uh, Asia area where because like the, cause the ones I've seen are like super intense and I feel like that's kind of makes like like Korea has got like kind of like an even though they're a small country they have a very like hard hitting outreach genre mm-hmm. and when you say intense do you mean like violence wise or just like yes and no it kind of depends on the okay. movie like okay. old boy is an example that's something that is really intense mm-hmm. and then there's yeah. like movies that are this is intense in a different way or like you said it's more psychologically intense because it is 
Yeah, it, it deals a lot with like guilt, definitely guilt and like remorse, which is really any ghost story movie is the idea of something happened in the past that's haunting you. And we as the audience don't know it when the movie starts, but our characters have some idea. Sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. Is this the first uh, Korean horror film you've seen, Lindsay? Um, probably. <laughs> That's why I, I, I was just curious to see yeah. what you're familiar with, like uh, if you like, mm-hmm. old boy could kind of slide in there. But the like more obvious ones are like the host, which I think is like, oh, yeah. is pretty popular. And there's like mother and uh, there's a couple of, uh, thirst, like I oh, said earlier. Yeah, I I looked this up. Oh wait, here here's um, Red Eye was I think originally a Korean film. Oh really? The one that was remade, like the yeah, was with uh, Rachel McAdams and yeah. dude. Okay. Yeah. Cillian um, Murphy, Cillian Murphy, whatever. Yeah, let's see. I got a whole list here actually. I saw The Devil, which is also directed by the same guy. Oh yeah, I who did this one. film? So the same director for this film. Um, those are the ones that I I think jump out to me. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we kind of we kind of mentioned the most popular ones, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Was Old Boy ever remade in the yes, U.S.? It was. Okay. Yeah, I did not bother watching what? it. <laughs> was it there... was directed by. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna ask if that was. Who was that directed by? Spike Lee. I'm 90% yes, sure. that's it what is I was Spike thinking. Lee, which was really mm-hmm. random. <laughs> That was my thought on it, too. I believe mm-hmm. Josh Brolin is the lead he, actor. He is. <laughs> okay. That's what I thought. I did not see it. <laughs> I haven't seen the U.S. No, version either. No interest. <laughs> um, well, I mean, since we're talking of, like, Korean remakes, before we even get into this movie, <laughs> there is an American remake of this movie that came out that people might be familiar with. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of ironic in the sense that, well, the movie The American is called The Uninvited. So you've probably heard of that one. It came out around the same time as this movie did in Korea. I thought that one was a remake of a 1940s, because there's a 1940s movie called The Uninvited, and that's a ghost movie. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I thought that's what the remake was. Uh, after doing some research, it was... It's a remake of of this one, the the uh, what's it called the American version. It's a remake of this one. Okay. And then there is the that original one, like the forties, but but then to another add another layer of like irony on top of it, the original actor that the director wanted to play in this film turned it down because she thought it was too scary or something, and she ended up playing in the horror film in Korea called The Uninvited, but it's not related to this movie but it's also called The Uninvited which is the American name for the remake of this movie <laughs> that's not confusing <laughs> at all right no not even a little bit <laughs> I guess I we, we could st- jump into the movie now <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've, we've talked quite a bit about Korean horror um, but yeah we can talk about the movie um, well it starts out with uh, I don't even want to try to butcher the names because I know I'm gonna I'm not gonna say them, but our our main sister like that 
There's two sisters, clearly, from the title. But there's a main sister. I believe it's like Soon Soon Mi or Soon Mew is our main protagonist and her sister's Soon. Yeah, it's the best we're gonna get it. What? I said that's the best we're gonna get it. <laughs> yeah. That's as close as we're gonna get. Um But they come back from uh, a mental institution where something happened and they don't really say, but they're coming back to their house. Um to live with the stepmother and their father, who is very quiet, doesn't really say much at all. Kind of annoyed me mm. throughout this film. Uh, Especially yeah. with like a very like you could see it in the get go that the the stepmom is very off. Um, mm-hmm. like when you see the two sisters interact, like they're kind of just like hanging out by the beach or whatever they like live in the countryside and then like the stepmom is just fires away like 10 questions in a row at them i'm like wow she's a little crazy she's like i don't even remember what she says but she asks them way too many questions and then she's like oh yeah your aunt or uncle are coming and then pisses them off <laughs> yeah for some reason I, I didn't get that part i got confused quite a bit in this yeah. movie Oh, I, good. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, it, what okay. didn't help is that I watched this, like, solely on my laptop in the same room where my girlfriend was watching TV, and I got really distracted. And then, like, obviously, you miss a lot because you got to read the subtitles, and then I'm like, holy shit, what's going on? And then I was like, <laughs> man, this keeping up with the Kardashians is really interesting right now. That's <laughs> 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 what was playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, to a movie that's already pretty confusing, that just sounds like a smorgasbord for, uh, I don't know, that just sounds confusing Yeah, and unfortunate. Yeah, it is a confusing movie just in and of itself, let alone it is in a different language where we have to pay attention to the subtitles the whole time if you want to understand what the dialogue is. Yeah, so... The fact that it was already confusing and me being very easily distracted by the Kardashians did not help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's confusing for the listener if you haven't seen it because it's a ghost story, as we said. And as we're watching, like you can clearly tell something's off between them, like between everybody in the house. Yes. We don't really know what's going on. And then there, you start to see some images or like some flashbacks and possibly a ghost and you're just trying to piece it all together of like what's go- what's going on so you're trying to solve a mystery in a different language so you, you can get lost pretty quick if you're not paying attention that happens to me real fast <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, we meet the stepmother she's inviting the aunt and uncle over for dinner clearly these kids don't like her. We don't know what happened to the mother at this point, right? Or do I don't we... think so. No. It's we don't. Like, they just barely talk about it. They, like, refuse to bring it up. Yeah. Yeah, I remember wondering, like, if the mother was still around in some way or if she had passed away. So I don't think that was clear yet at this point. Yeah, I think... Because what happens next before the dinner is... There's, they try to go to sleep, and that's the first time that we see some sort of like ghost or spirit in the house. 
Yeah. With Sue Young, one of the sisters. Not the main sister that we were following from the beginning. Did she also go to a mental hospital? That's what I found confusing. Um, well, one thing I found confusing. Without going into spoilers, I could explain that for you, but I'd have to like say full spoilers if anybody wants us to go chronologically through this. It, it might be easier if I explain it for us to continue discussion, maybe. I mean, I, I know, like... I know, obviously, how the movie ends. Sure. Because I read the Wikipedia page after watching it, because I was like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> Same. Uh-huh. And then I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but for sake of chronological order and story how would you answer that uh yes your honor yes she was at the mental <laughs> institution okay <laughs> yeah they both were there because of some event but we don't know what and they're coming back and the stepmother's really badgering them and one of the sisters sees a, some ghost at least that's what we are perceived to think there's some uh, older lady with like a crooked neck who, like, approaches one of the sisters while she's, like, laying in her bed. Yeah, that was creepy. That was a creepy it wa- scene. It was, because it starts off with, like, the door opening, and you don't see anything. And then it, like, cuts to her on the floor, and it, like, holds the camera, where I'm, like, used to it, like, there's, okay, here's the jump scare, or whatever. Or, like, it's going to cut away, but it, like, held on that person on the floor for a while, and then, like, watch them turn and look at her, and then slowly rise. And that was really creepy for me. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, this is very alarming. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to follow what happens next. Is that, is, I would say soon after that was the dinner with the uncle and aunt. Is that is that right? I think what happens right before that is, well, there's, yeah, right before that is, our, our main sister, Soon Mi. Ugh, I'm going to get butchered for all these pronunciations. Just say sister with long hair, sister with short Just... hair. Okay, that's good. Sister that with works. long hair is who I'm talking about. She finds a stack of photos uh, somewhere, I think in her father's bedroom, that show her dad with her mother and the stepmother and we kind of learned that the mother was ill through these photos and the nurse was the stepmother yes and then we kind of learned that the mother is gone and the stepmother's there through those photos i think and it upsets long-haired sister looking at those photos yeah because it seemed like she and... didn't know that yeah that's well, yeah, she didn't know that the stepmother was the mom's, her mother's, like, nurse, uh, right? That's what I, that's what I thought. I guess so, yeah. Okay. Because why, so, yeah, uh, why else would she be upset about Which is about how... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that led to her father's affair with her stepmother, Yes. That's how I took it, because she's, like, upset with her dad as well. So I took it, like, the mother right. was still alive when uh, he started having the affair with the nurse. And her mother was sick, so mm-hmm. she is upset with the father. Yeah, there's definitely a strained relationship mm-hmm. there. 
because of yeah, that. Yeah, especially think. like you said earlier, where he's just not talking at all. Like in yeah, the movie, he's... he's a very quiet man. Yeah, he is. Especially that dinner sequence, which I, I believe is the next scene, and the aunt and the uncle are over, and I feel like he says nothing, and the aunt, uh, the stepmother goes on about this crazy story for a while that like yeah that was really awkward i don't even remember the story do either of you remember the story something about a tractor right i don't remember them talking about a tractor but i remember her just going on and on about the crazy guy in their neighborhood that would take their clothes off when it rained and then Mm -hmm. one day i guess her brother right i'm assuming that's her brother the uncle Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. did this one day with the crazy guy and she's just laughing and no one else is reacting at all and you're just like i was like oh man this is really awkward and then and then the brother's just like no i don't remember that and then his wife just fucking has a crazy ass seizure out of nowhere <laughs> yeah so yeah, i that's right i don't know if the house caused this or she's just an epileptic I don't know they didn't have pills so I was confused and then she saw something obviously because she was like staring into the kitchen for a very long time I was really freaked out and she seemed like she saw a ghost mm-hmm. yeah I think it's a little bit of both where she is epileptic but uh it was kind of the house that induced a seizure. We're supposed to, I think, infer because she does see the ghost that's under the sink in the kitchen. Which kind of triggered it. Yeah. I thought she was being attacked by a ghost at first. I thought she because she was like grabbing her neck and I thought like the ghost was like choking her or something. Could have been. I mean. I guess there's nothing to tell yeah. me that the ghost didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, true. And then they book it out of there. They head on out. I mean, she made a hell of a scene. Mm-hmm. And I would want to leave too. Like, yeah, I just had a seizure, so I'm just, I'm just going to go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm just not that hungry anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Should probably go rest or something. But then also the stepmother sees the ghost in that same scene, or grabs at her, I think. Grabs at her ankle, maybe, from underneath the sink? Yeah, it does grab at her, Um, yeah. Okay. So that's at least two ghosts at this point that we've seen. And the next bit of significant plot line, I think, is the bird's death. The stepmother has the two birds. Mm -hmm. And... She finds one dead in the cage, right? And the other dead in short-haired sister's bed. Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. And short-haired sister denies having done it. She didn't do it. And then it's proceeded to be locked up in a like a wardrobe. Yeah, which by was the very disturbing. Mm-hmm. That's one way to parent. Just lock your child up in a wardrobe and make them cry. Yeah. yeah. She did it for like a second, and then she opened it, and then proceeded to close it again and leave the room, which was like, it just 
added more terror for me where I was like, okay, maybe she like freaked out for a second and like had a bout, but yeah. no, she was like, no, 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 this is what I meant to do. Yeah. I was like, oh, she had a change of heart. And then it's like, oh, never mind. Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty, uh, mm -hmm. freaky. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I think something we failed to mention earlier is that with one of the first dinner scenes we've seen, uh, the father gives the stepmother medicine to take. Mm. Oh, yes. She's got medicine to take, like, every day, right? Yes. That was key. Good catch, Pete. Yeah, I just realized that we didn't say mm. anything, because, like, um, might explain why her behavior mm -hmm. is so different, because it's just, like... She's either, like, real chipper or really, um... Or, like, yeah, really not. Just not a friendly person. Yeah, and, and even when she's, like, chipper, I almost feel like it's, like, mocking one of the sisters when she's talking to it. Like, she's, like, all happy, but it almost seems like it's annoying long-haired or short-haired sister. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Well, then we got the birds dead, and the stepmother finds also the photos that we talked about earlier, and this time the long-haired sister has, like, scribbled out or ripped off the face of the stepmother. Um, Which doesn't go over yeah, too well. She gets angry and uh, with her, and I think she, like, attacks the sister, right? Does she? Yeah, okay, they, I thought they, she did. they yes. like, fight a little bit before she shoves her into the wardrobe, because, mm -hmm. like... She, like, yeah. drags her out of bed, I think, and, like, is dragging her across the floor. And then she mm -hmm. grabs the lamp, and the lamp falls. You know, it's not, a, it's not a pretty sight. No, 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 no. Not at all. Which then I think immediately, like, cuts to kind of, like, really the climax of the movie where we start the scene where there's, like, a bloody bag being dragged downstairs. You're jumping quite ahead, I would say. Is that quite ahead? You're... Maybe not. I guess that is, would be the next big plot point. Because that like... scene goes on for like 25 minutes, I feel like. Yeah, that is a long scene. Maybe you're right. Yeah. And it's like, I just remember them like being so far apart. Yeah. I'm trying to see... So who, oh, who do we see dragging the bag, the bloody bag? Mm. Real quick before we start, there is one dialogue. That, uh, hello. It was a stepmom, right? Was it? Yeah. Was it supposed to be the stepmom? Yes. Uh, you were like cutting in and out. Matt, did you hear me at all? I was saying that uh, I was asking who we saw drag the bloody bag which i assume had a corpse in it and uh i it was a yeah that's who we right? first see dragging it is the that, that it was and i was gonna say right before there's one line of dialogue before this scene starts after long-haired sister complains to the father that the stepmother attacked her and she starts saying stuff about how she attacked me and she attacked short-haired sister and the and the dad goes he's really being kind of mm, yes. aloof with his answers and then finally goes short-haired sister 
is dead. Like, she's she's dead. Stop saying her name. She's dead. And... Mm-hmm. And that's when everything is like, mm-hmm. oh shit, in this movie. Because, like, they... And it, here's how stuff is getting pieced together, is that because uh, they bring up the wardrobe one time at before this point, and then the father said never to bring up the wardrobe. So you're starting to piece some mm-hmm. things together. And I don't know, at that point it kind of made me think that, like, oh man, did it just, like stepmom like abused the younger sister without anyone realizing it and put her in the wardrobe that's kind of where mm-hmm. my thought process was going at this time i don't know if you guys um, felt that way at all I, kind of like this was my second time viewing it so it what i kind of knew where it was going but maybe uh, initially when i saw it mm-hmm. yeah it's true and with the, with that knowledge to her, it seems like she doesn't want to believe it because they, after that point, she's still like trying to find the sister, and then they they boarded up the room, like they nailed it shut. Is that what happened? Why she couldn't the, get in? I believe so. Like the wardrobe room. Yeah, which I I thought was the sister's bedroom. I think it Short is her sister's bedroom. Oh, okay. I'm almost positive it is actually. Yeah, because uh, that's where, if we're going back, going back, um, where the door opens, we see the creepy mm-hmm. hand, and we missed actually a ghost scene where the ghost attacks short hair sister, and we see hands, oh, mm-hmm. like that, come down that the dress, and then it makes her mm-hmm. makes her bleed, and then uh, the next morning she has her period, mm-hmm. which was. Really That's the same scene with the woman <laughs> with the crooked neck, though. Yeah, but that is that, that is, is a true. missed point. Yeah. That yeah, they all three have their period at the same time after that ghost appears and the hand comes out. <laughs> yeah, it's mm-hmm. unpleasant. Yeah. <laughs> So after the father says, oh, short hair sister is dead, you're starting, you know, as Pete said, you can kind of start piecing some things together. And I'm like, oh, okay, this has something to do with why long haired sister was in the mental institution. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And immediately, I guess, following that is when the shit hits the fan. I think that's the industry term for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would agree with that. That's the bloody sack sequence of we see the stepmother dragging a white, looks like almost like a pillowcase sack with blood just drenched over it. <laughs> right, it looks like there's a, you, a body is in it. I'm just saying... I guess it's a sack, but I don't know what type of sack. It's a big white sack with blood all over it. <laughs> Could be a laundry bag. That's true. That's true. Wasn't. I'll try to. And stop me if I'm 
missing anything, succinctly wrap up that climactic scene is it looks like the stepmother has his bloody sack, long-haired sister sees it, believing that to be possibly her sister in there, um, short-haired sister, and tries to confront her, and there's a, like, uh, a, scr- a scruff between them. They're kind of fighting it out, and yes. long-haired sister hits her head on something and, and falls unconscious on the ground for a second. And that's when stepmother grabs like a garden statue. Yes, and is like coming over to long-haired sister, and she gives this little monologue. And I wish I would have written it down, but it kind of sums up like you know the themes or the tension of this movie is like things kind of sit with you like forever. Like you think the terror is what you're seeing now, like me about to attack you, but really, what sits with you is like the ghost that haunts you of what you did. And it's sort of that sort of a monologue. Yeah. Um, before she yeah. says, I, 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 "I tell you, you're gonna regret this." I think is what she says. I think that's during the flashback. Yeah, she does definitely say that. No, she says. It okay, there too. so it's like a foreshadow, non foreshadow. Yeah. Okay, then yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and then the dad walks in. We hear the statue break. Just when she's, like, holding. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) We get some answers, I guess, after that. Yeah, this is a whole slew of, like, montage. And it's like, look at all this shit that happened. And it's like, okay, here's the real story that's happening. Mm -hmm. Who wants to take that? Because I'm still a little confused even after reading the Wikipedia page. I'm actually like ninety percent sure I know what happened. <laughs> okay, you sound like you're ready to take it away because I'm not the girl. <laughs> kind of really like this movie, uh, <laughs> but I guess I'll just kind of try to plow through it, plot lines to the end, and ex- kind of unravel it to you guys as well with some explanation. But the dad walks in. And we hear the garden statue smash. Camera like swivels around a hallway to show um, long-haired sister on the ground. Fine though, not attacked with the garden statue smashed. No stepmother. And so the father goes to console her, gives her medicine, sits her down. And then this montage of the stepmother comes in the room. And then this, the camera pans to where this long-haired sister was sitting. It's also the stepmother, the same actress, sitting where she was. Then we swivel back, and it's the stepmother again. Correct? It's that same actress? Yeah. That really confused me. Okay. <laughs> well, I think what that's trying to reveal, because what the dad does next is take long-haired sister to the mental institution. So the first scene in the movie could have been actually after this scene because she goes to the mental institution. But for the sake of chronological order, it's the second time she's going back to the mental institution. And I think Mm -hmm. what that's trying to to tell us is the camera swiveling from her to the stepmother to like the worried stepmother look. 
like that we see like we, we've never seen the stepmother have that worried look before i feel like we're like it's always been like mockery or i'm mad at you or and it's like kind yeah. of really a concerned look for long-haired sister when we, we see it and i think it's the realization of our main character long-haired sister she has sort of a personality disorder dissociative personality disorder that's why she's in the institution um from the trauma she can't really have a concrete reality because of what happened and the younger sister is dead and up until this point the stepmother was never in the house the real stepmother was never in the house and it was her projecting the stepmother there because if you go back the dad never addresses the stepmother it's or always the sister. Yeah, or the sister. It's always talking to long-haired sister. And the long-haired sister is projecting those personalities outward. And she's sometimes acting as the stepmother or acting as her sister. That's why that in that dinner room scene with the aunt and uncle, they're like, I don't remember that story. is because it doesn't really exist. It's the daughter, long-haired sister, just coming up with an idea of what she thinks the stepmother would say. But the stepmother oh, okay. was never really there. So when he gives the stepmother the medicine, it's actually long-haired sister taking the medicine. But her projecting herself as the stepmother. Okay. So until this point, the okay. stepmother was never in the house, the actual stepmother. But she does exist. Does that okay. make sense for the, up to this point? So far. Yes. Okay. I, and I the younger sister you. is dead. She wasn't in the house. But we kind of knew that based on the dad said that. Hmm. So, <laughs> I think then she goes to the mental institution, and we get a montage flashback of the the traumatic why yeah, she's there the traumatic the event. And what I took and correct me if I'm wrong, whenever or if I forget something, but it's a flashback to the house, and the father is with the stepmother at this point. I don't know if they're engaged or anything, but they're somehow together. And the mother's still alive, but she's sick. And what happens at the house is the mother, whether she's, you know, depressed from what her husband's doing or her illness, but she takes her own life. She hangs herself in the wardrobe, correct? In the wardrobe in yes. her daughter's room. So that's... Yes. Then short-haired sister comes in and finds her mother hung in her wardrobe and when she tries to help her get free uh the wardrobe falls on her and kind of is crushing her and she's yes. not dead yet but she's crushed and the stepmother hears the cries and then knows it's it's her trapped the short-haired sister and but then long-haired sister starts calling for her or yelling at her is that what happened and she shuts the door and instead of the long-haired sister has upset the stepmother so much that she's turned severely evil and says, you'll regret this, that they're not going into the room. And the younger sister walks out of the house, away from her mother dead in the closet, and then the younger sister eventually dies from being crushed under the wardrobe. So the stepmother knew that short-haired sister was stuck under that wardrobe and going to die. And the mother was there, too. Mm didn't really stop it so 
I got that from the Wikipedia page. Did not pick up okay. on that at all in real time. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I okay. don't know what's going on. But here's my question Shoot. for you. How, so, long hair sister was completely unaware of that mm-hmm. happening. How would she know to project this crazy personality into the stepmother in the beginning of the film, which is takes place after that flashback? How would she know to do that if she didn't know that she was responsible? Just basically just didn't help in any way. She's not solely responsible, but she did aid in it because she didn't help. Well, I think at that point in the movie she does because the flashback happened. That's the traumatic event. So up until that point, long-haired sister is living her life with her mother's in the house still. She's sick, but her mother's there and her dad's there. And she's, that's I don't think the stepmother at that point as well. I think it's just someone her father might mm-hmm. be seen. So then she probably comes back to the house after her walk because she just walked out of the house. She probably comes back and her dad and is like, your mother and your sister are dead. And she goes back in her mind, like, what happened? And they find, well, the mother's dead in the, in the wardrobe, and your sister was crushed under it. And she was right outside that room. And the mother is like, you'll regret this moment. Or whatever. And she and you got to put that together and be like, well, I don't know for sure, so she connected but pieces. that's really suspicious that all of that happened. And why did you say that to me at, at, at my sister's door? And moments later, she's dead. She might not know she was dead at that time, but she was dead then shortly after, and the stepmother said that. So then she creates this personality, even if she wasn't... Well, she is evil. That's what she did. But she creates an even more evil personality based on what she thinks this woman is. Do you think she's actually the stepmother at all? Because all that part of her being the stepmother is her... Uh, projecting the personality because in the flashback she is the nurse who just gets annoyed with mm-hmm. the sister and just doesn't want to help. So at that point we just know she's the nurse. So does she ever become the stepmother? Is it just an affair? I I think it... I'll go ahead. And then mm. no, that's all. That's basically that's basically what I got. I think you're probably right, actually. I, I think we say stepmother because that's what we're kind of told by our narrator, which is the long-haired sister. But I, I don't think... She... Who's unreliable. She's an unreliable yeah. reliable narrator. Yeah, so I think it's probably just an affair. And the mother knew, and the mother got depressed, and she then projected her as an evil stepmother, as like a grim fairy tale sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, good point. I came up with it just now. <laughs> That's good. Well, then to, to wrap up the rest of the movie is we know there's two ghosts in the house now, the mother and short-haired sister. And as long-haired sister's in the mental institution, she hears a whistling, right? And uh, the stepmother uh, quotes is at the house and she goes to the wardrobe and we see the ghost, right? Of short-haired sister and we hear a scream, a smile from long-haired sister. Basically, short-haired sister's got a revenge on the woman who basically led to her death and short long-haired sister is at peace. 
Yeah, I didn't catch that in my viewing. I, like, totally missed that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe I was really distracted by the Kardashians <laughs> at the time. It's probably what but happened. I was like, I read it in Wikipedia, and I was like, I don't remember seeing that at all. <laughs> <laughs> and the whistling in the scene is very significant because... I remember the whistling. I do remember that, but I don't remember her dying. Mm-hmm. I think I remember her being attacked. Mm. We don't see her dying. I guess it's. I'm projecting that. Mm. Yeah, implied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something happened to her, and the, the younger sister did it. Yeah. Why wouldn't you get rid of the wardrobe if it killed two people in your family? That's a great question. Um, so I have a wardrobe right here. I can show it to you if you guys want. But if I, if two people in my family died because of it, I would have shot that shit with an axe. Get rid of it. I don't know. I'm probably burn it. I'm probably burn it. You know. I guess. Or throw it in garbage. Throw it in garbage. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Have someone haul it away. Put some bad voodoo in fucking uh, Goodwill or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I guess it just adds to the story. Right. Yeah. I mean, of course. Yeah, but reality people might get rid of that, or they might just they might cling on to it as like a you know that's they can't let go. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of like where the ghosts come from. I get if it was the mothers, I guess if if the sister also died from it, I I guess he wanted to hold on to it because it belonged to the younger sister. I guess I could kind Mm -hmm. of see that. Yeah. Okay. That's. Like you would t- wouldn't take out her clothes yeah. or anything. Mm-hmm. You leave it there. Yeah, I get that. Um, well, that's the that's the plot, everybody, to a tale of two sisters, and employ to check it out to you know understand some of the images we talked about. But for the sake of you know time, <laughs> I was going to talk about some other horror significance aspects, but I could write a blog more talking about what I wanted to say, but. Two things that jump out about the Korean horror, and especially this, is the ghost. It's a female ghost, which typically happens in like Japanese horror and Korean horror. And I'll do a whole blog post about why you see more female ghosts in horror movies and rarely male ghosts. Um, I have a little some some theory on that and why it tends to happen more often and why it seems creepier than a than a male ghost. And usually, it's seen as like at least gothic horror, which this is kind of, kind of is the haunted house that the woman lived in these oppressive roles in their life, or they have this nurturing quality to them that in the afterlife, they are either seeking revenge or empowering themselves over the, whatever happened to them in their previous life and are trying to, I don't know, combat what they had in their real life, which is a common mm-hmm. thread. And, but I'll, I'll leave a lot more of that to the podcast, but it's always usually a fee- podcast the blog but (laughs) but a short horror significance with the ghost is for film at least you guys notice a lot of the mirrors that were going on here or mirror images the duels going on no that's interesting i didn't it's usually a give me an example sure there's a really good one and it's towards the beginning you see the stepmother she is putting on makeup and she has she's looking at one mirror to put it on and there's a second mirror to her left kind of like mirroring exactly what she's doing 
and there's the there's the medicine cabinet mirror that shows the the short haired sister. It's it's kind of just a, a staple of a ghost type movie because it kind of acts as like a portal. There's another realm going on here. Uh, a window like Alice through the Looking mm-hmm. Glass has that same element. You go through a, a a mirror. There's something else behind it. And The Shining yeah. does that a lot. Um, there's so many mirrors in The Shining, which is essentially a ghost haunted house type film. Um. Yeah, I mean that's essentially it. There, there's some presence there. And oh, the mirror images. There's some foreshadowing of elements like cookie crumbs you could have picked up at the beginning to kind of tell you where this was, movie was going. Of like, I think it was when the stepmother puts down a set of books or no folded clothes on the bed. There's like an exact replica of the folded clothes on the bed, and when she, long-haired sister, puts her diary and her books down at the nightstand, there's an equal set of exactly the same books next to it so it's just wow. I didn't catch that I, I only picked up on it this time going through but it's just kind of picking up of like well why that's kind of weird why is why is there a double of going on there one thing I noticed I thought was weird totally unrelated and not anyway significant is that when long haired sister was going through the chest trying to find her mm-hmm. mother's things is that in a pair of shoes there were pencils in there? <laughs> so I thought that was really weird. No, that is weird. Just using, yeah, I didn't get that <laughs> at all. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's a good point. That's a significant. That's a signifier of ghosts. I think pencils in a shoe shoe box. <laughs> I, Dead giveaway. Because I was like, I've, Dead never, gi- I've never seen that before. Interesting. I didn't. I didn't see that. I thought it was so weird. I was like, "Who does that?" <laughs> okay. I mean, I guess if you're not using those shoes anymore, it could be a pencil case. Yeah. I don't know. It could just be like a junk <laughs> junk chest drawer, and there were shoes in it. But it was also pencil, stationery, all the yeah, above. you know, just. But they were also perfectly placed into the shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know then. It's a good holder. I'm out of ideas. Okay. Well, to wrap it up, before we go to Defender or Destroy, we talked about the remake, but do you guys know the box office or budget for this film? Not at all. No idea. No? No. No. I'm going to okay. guess... Are you going to go in dollars uh, or Korean currency? I'm going to go in dollars. Right, fine. I couldn't tell uh, you what the I couldn't tell you what the Korean currency is. Let me do is. the exchange rate then, Pete. No, I'm just kidding. I have the American dollars. <laughs> what is what is it called? What is the Korean dollar called? Korean dollar is I don't know. A one. Literally, W O N, a one. Yeah, I never heard of that. I guess I've never been to Korea, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, but I do have the number in American U.S. dollars. Let's hear it. You, yeah. I'm Uh guessing. Okay, guess first. That it was five million. Oh, did you want to go? I have zero ideas on what to guess, so fire away. Five million okay. budget. 
thirty-five million. Okay, that's a good. That's a good guess, Lindsay. Do you want to? Do you want to ballpark it? Do you want to? I don't want to. Price is right. I don't want to embarrass myself, so no. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, Pete, you were kind of close to the budget. It was three point seven million. Mm. So you're fairly close. As for the box office, uh, not so close. It was <laughs> it was one million dollars. <laughs> it was a. This movie oh, okay. was a flop. It was a flop. It has cri- really? Yeah. It, it has critical success. I mean, people seemed critically to like it, but it was a flop. People did not go see this movie. Wait. Hmm. But actually, I have a note on that, if you, which is maybe counterintuitive to the flop. Oh. I feel like... Oh, mm, sorry. No, I was going to say, I was like, I feel like... It has, I think it has like a strong cult following, which has probably led me to believe it was a financial success. Well, that's true. It is a flop, but I I found this information when it was originally released. It became the highest grossing Korean horror film of all time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was the first one to be screened in American theaters. Was so it? do huh. we just consider that a flop over here? Because... I, I guess, yeah. Usually, I just consider artists. The numbers are mis are misreported. Yeah, maybe. maybe I don't know, but I mean, huh. maybe not. Maybe it's a flop still because you go, you base it on the budget, but it could still be the highest grossing Korean horror film. Okay, it made a, I'll buy it that. made a million dollars, so that could have been the highest grossing Korean horror film. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I was not expecting you to say that. Yeah, it was shocking to me as well. All right. Well, I think it's time for Defender Destroy to wrap it up. I mean, I'll start, but I think everybody knows my answer. Um, Defend. I I like this movie a lot. I've been, like, pushing for it since the beginning of this podcast. (laughs) I've kind of... It has been a long time. I think it's... Um. Uh, I I think it's subtle, but also it it builds on a good story. Filming wise, I think they use the camera well. As I said about the dualities with the mirrors and leading up to what's going to happen. Um, it's just a good ghost story about like haunting and and remorse, and I prefer the ones that aren't so much blood and guts that are kind of like this terror build up sort of suspense. Like I liked Eyes Without a Face, the French film. That's kind of my, my ballpark. So I defend it, as I'm sure you all knew. <laughs> yeah, I'm shocked. <laughs> well, I'm also going to defend it. Um, you know, Whoa. as we kind of already covered, uh, this film is definitely pretty mystifying by the time you reach the end. Um, I think watching it a second time, you know, it'll make a lot more sense. I'm not saying I did that, just that it would probably help a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and so with that, you know, the story is very chilling and very haunting and, uh, the house, you know, it's not really about the house, like we've said, but, uh, it's got this very sinister feel because of everything that's happened in there. And, uh, definitely thought everybody had very good performances. Um, I thought it was very like well shown, not told. And that's not to say, like I said, I wasn't confused because I totally was, but that's what Wikipedia is for. Um, 
So it's got that slow burn element to it, uh, which works as a good tool in building suspense for this particular movie. And uh, I really enjoyed it. So two thumbs thumbs up all the way around. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Pete. Are we going to have a unanimous defense? I, I abstain. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, not obviously, I feel like I have to go with Defend, um, oh, yeah. even though I was very confused and distracted throughout uh-huh. the movie, um, that's because I didn't watch it on the TV. If I watched it on TV, I would have been a lot less distracted. Um, <laughs> stop dancing, you're distracted. <laughs> <laughs> you're distracting me from I'm my sorry. speech at the podcast. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, I could tell. I mean, I'm from other Korean horror movies I've seen. I'm like been a big fan of them, and I like how the style of each one is, and they're usually pretty stylistic and tell like a really good story. And like, even though this kind of had like certain instances were really uh, like the spinning cameras and like the reveals and the montages was kind of reminiscent of the time of the 2000s which made it a little mm-hmm. corny um it still told a really creepy story in the end and i like that you i'm glad that other people were as equally confused as i was yeah. i was just blaming it on my distraction but it was just on top of that distraction it it was oh you have to figure out what the hell is going on yeah so that made sense why i was so confused <laughs> and i agree with Lindsay that i feel like a second viewing is probably necessary, definitely necessary, honestly, to for you just to pick up and everything and just to get the full effect of the movie. And like, even like, you had some. We were coming at the like, fifteen minutes ago. We we're having a conversation about like stuff that we didn't think about in the movie of just watching. We we're kind of making, kind of piecing the uh, piecing everything mm-hmm. together. Yeah, and to to the point of like a second viewing might help. For instance, the first time, once you get the flashback of, like, how the mother and the sister died, it kind of helps bring some clarity to what happened. But through the second viewing, it really helped me piece together, like, the the personality disorder thing. And, like, when the stepmother was in the house and, like, when events really occurred. Because I could watch for that. Because I was kind of, I know, I knew kind of what was going to happen. So that helped over a second viewing, the whole personality disorder part. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is a tale of two sisters. You know, get a free trial of Shutter, Shutter uh, plug on the podcast, and watch the film. Or you know, you know, contact me. I got the DVD. I'll, I'll send it out to you. <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, get on the Facebook and the Twitter. And our website. Let us know what you're thinking. What do you want us to watch? What do you want us to do? We are, we are, we adhere to you. I mean, the listeners, our loyal listeners. And um, yeah, that's it. Just stay, just stay ready for my blogs about shit. I don't know. <laughs> um, until next time, everybody. I'm uh, Matt Johnson. I'll remain, I'll remain in those shadows. Here.